0: Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the finding Arizona podcast episode number 284. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is the owner of the wonderful bear sprouts, and it is Brennan. Thank you so much for listening with this episode in mind. For those of you who are into sprouts and into eating healthy and all natural and non GMO, take your pick. If you just want to just try something new, this is something that I encourage you guys to all check out. So go check out his links always down in the bio. Uh, We want to encourage you guys to also go check out our website FindingArizonaPodcast.com There you will sign up for one of our actual cool little places to go to for keeping up with us. One is the newsletter and that is the official things going on with our podcast. The other is the blog. The blog is a little bit more of the personal side of Brittany and I. We give you what's going on in our lives. We are new parents. We'll actually be releasing out some of our favorite products and what we call our favorite Five, this newest entry for the blog will be actually uh, our son's favorite five. We are going to be encouraging parents to go check out some of the products that we're using with Atlas. And uh, we'll just show you guys what we're doing with him. On top of which, we do have a place for you guys to go be a super fan. If you wanna go over to patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast and sign up for one of those tiers. There we will say thank you for helping us make Finding Arizona Podcast Better, but you will also get bonus content in return. So all that being said, we hope that you guys stay with us, stick with us, and you know, just find us on everything under the sun, social media wise. That's Finding Arizona Podcast, easily to connect with you guys. Tell us who you want in next. We will make it happen. Now it is time for my favorite part of the intro, and what I try to do a fantastic job in curating for you guys. So send us a line over at Finding Arizona Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com there we will set you up with a shout out but we just want to know what's going on with you guys in the in, in the actual community. We want you guys to let us know what is there in, that is important to you so those events will be important to everyone who's listening to us so next up is our first little entry into the uh, community cork board this week. It is the Latin Night Returns to the Deuce guys. Uh, there are going to be tickets being sold $15 Uh, over at eventbrite.com slash Latin night return gala tickets. I encourage you guys to go check this out. It's always a fun time. Uh, The Deuce is a wonderful place. And if you guys are into salsa, this is a wonderful uh, company that puts it together. So go check it out. Uh, Latin nights over at the Deuce. Next up is Paint Your Pottery uh, at Muchos Mas. Uh, It is put on by our dear, dear friend Crafty Chica. She is putting on these little paint tutorials. We encourage you guys to go check it out and support a local studio here and support local business owners like Crafty Chica. She is a mother of, of, I believe two, but if she's not, she will correct me because she's listening. I encourage you guys to go check it out. She is incredible mother, but on top of that, she's just an incredible crafter. Uh, We always encourage you to support local. So Muchos Mas Art, uh, Art Studio is located here in the valley over near uh, 16th street and mcdowell uh, but to bit, double check and make sure muchos mas art studio look it up uh, then go check out her events page paint your own pottery taking place saturday from 11 30 a.m to 1 30 p.m Go get your tickets today. Next, uh, that'll be the conclusion of our community cork board. We want to say thank you to everyone who puts on events. But again, send us a line at finding podcast at gmail.com. We will set you up with a shout out like those two events. That concludes our little intro, but we want to say thank you to all of you listening. We hope that you encourage others to stay safe. We hope that you guys are all staying safe with your families involved. I just want to say um, there has been a loss in my own family and this podcast is a very big important part of my life so I would be remiss if I didn't include you guys in on what's going on with me emotionally uh, my grandfather passed he was a very uh, significant part like every member of my family of my life and we just as a family want to just Keep it together and make sure that we're moving on forward with smiles in our, and love in our heart. He was a he was a positive man. He was a strong man and he will not be forgotten. So um, I encourage you guys uh, stay safe. Uh, kiss your loved ones be be together. And with that, we go into this episode, episode number two, eight, four yes 284 bear uh, bear sprouts and our dear friend brennan we will see you on the next episode stay safe everyone gentlemen, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let this gentleman introduce himself and his business because I'm very excited to talk to him about some Wonderful, delicious eats with him. (laughs) Go ahead, right? Go ahead. Awesome. So, my name is Brennan Ursu. I own uh, the only
1: certified organic sprout farm in Arizona. It's called Bear Sprouts.
0: Welcome, Brennan. I'm very excited to have you on. Um, Just to kind of give everyone the full circle picture, I met this gentleman on my one field trip out of the quarantine into a farmers market and just stumbled across yourself and your 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 table and you know introduced us and what we're about and you know it kind of fits really well with those kind of farmers market. I always meet wonderful people, but I'm very excited to say that I learned a lot, most a lot, like I learned most things, like I learned so much that day from your table. So can you give us a little bit of the spiel that you gave me? and how uh, these sprouts are just so fantastic and what you guys do at your facility. Sure, so sprouts, for for reference sprouts, they're just four to five day old vegetables.
1: Um, We grow them indoor hydroponics, no soil basically. Nice. And everything works autonomously, Um, but the Fantastic thing about them is since they're so young, they're super nutrient dense. So sprouts, four to five day old sprouts, they're the most nutritionally dense version of a vegetable you can possibly eat. So for example, people talk about like kale uh, being such an incredible superfood. Well, a kale sprout would just be, you know, 50 times more nutritionally (laughs) dense than the actual kale itself. So that just goes across the board for all sprouts.
0: Have you, in your experience from these like from seeing the sprouts make such a, have you seen any kind of big differences on people's overall health in taking the sprouts in like a short period of time? Yeah. Well, that's the main reason I started the farm. I I used
1: to have a lot of, personal health issues. Oh, uh, okay. Um, I mean, the main, the main like, turning point for me, I was backpacking across uh, Southeast Asia with my brother and my cousin. We mm. love to travel. Nice. You know, this was a handful of years ago. Okay. And um, I ended up getting a virus that attacked my nervous system, and I got totally paralyzed for an evening. Oh. And... I like traveling. I like doing, you know, fun stuff like that. And I was like, well, you know what? I think it's a good idea to try and fix <laughs> this issue that I have. Yeah. Um, so if I want to keep traveling, keep seeing things and going places and just live a healthy life. Yeah. Um, looked into a way to help with that. And since I'm not too keen on pharmaceuticals, I look for a natural way to help with that. For sure. My brother ended up stumbling across sprouts and I started eating them pretty much daily and nice. from from that along with just having a better understanding of the importance of probiotics and nutritional nutrition in general i feel so much better actually i didn't get sick for like over a year and i used to get sick you know four or five times a
0: year that for you was that kind of like the 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 nail that hit the head on you know the hammer Mm -hmm. that hit the nail on the head like was like I could do something with this i can turn this into a business that would and ultimately change my life was that yeah it, it definitely was i mean it's funny because i've
1: always wanted to start businesses sure like me and my cousin when we were in like you know mid like i don't know fifth sixth grade would go and sell uh golf balls on oh, go- oh on yeah of course as we just do all these random stuff i wanted to start like a, a lithium mine at one point wow so all these random <laughs> things yeah um so when i found out about sprouts first thing i thought of is business <laughs> how can i make this into a business nice um so the the actual like idea coming to fruition developed over time when I realized, wait, actually there is something here. Mm. Um, but I mean, it was like the first thing I
0: thought of. <laughs> you were like business. Let's do this. Now, let me ask you this because I'm a landscape architect myself. I know the kind of uh, details that go into hydroponics and mm. understanding the level of detail and scientific approach of doing a greenhouse like this. Um, what was your experience like? Cause I know for me, I just learned from school and learned mm. from just, kind of doing my own little gardens here and there but what was your experience level and from there what took you to go from someone who's maybe just a novice to kind of taking on this level of experience
1: yeah so going in I had negative amount of experience
0: (laughs) killed a couple of plants killed a couple of like exactly yeah house plants um
1: like I, I I went to, I went to Arizona State University. I studied math (laughs) and was originally planning on going to like the investment industry. So totally, totally different. Um, What it all kind of helped me with though is, you know, there's, A big importance to, well, there's a lot of importance to every little thing involved here. So what I initially did was just, okay, let's just dig deep into the nutritional side of sprouts to start off with so I get a really good understanding of what I'm even looking to develop here Mm -hmm. or grow here. So... After understanding, I read all these different research papers, Mm -hmm. watched videos from like a high level to a very in-depth level to understand what exactly that product is. And then from there, I started contacting different people in the industry to understand how how you actually build a farm, how these things grow. (laughs) I I was like at first thinking, okay, I have to design these like super intricate, you know, machines and trays. And I found out, you know, actually, no, it's, you know, a little bit
0: more you know <laughs> a Little, it's a little it's a little less <laughs> intensive to the what most people would probably consider like a scary amount of greenhouse yeah yeah it's safety wise super important yes growing wise I there's
1: still a lot of science behind it there's still a lot of things I thought I was gonna have to be a a full on mechanical engineer to build <laughs> I didn't think thankfully. Yes. But there was still a lot a lot to learn. And really it was just understanding from as many people as I could that were in the industry as well as just Digging down into like literally just watching YouTube videos Mm -hmm. of farms and just stopping and starting every half second to look at the farm to see exactly (laughs) how it looks.
0: You're just like, huh? uh, This isn't how we have it here, but you know we're close. (laughs) Exactly. I love that because that's how I am. A lot of the Mm -hmm. times with a lot of our stuff here is like it's literally me just like squinting at a screen for like ten minutes and my (laughs) wife going, "Are you ready?" And I'm like, "Nope, not ready. We're still." Still trying to figure it out over here. Um, What, you know, all of this is kind of like, you know, just like most people would. They would go about their business in the greatest detail about finding out about their product first and then going into building the business behind Mm. it. That being said, that kind of gives you enough time to really process. Your branding and your kind of first steps. Exactly. What was that process like for you, and what did you want to come out with with the gates opening right away? So it's like, mm-hmm. what did you, what was your first approach? Because I know from when I w- saw you, you had four different flavors or five different flavors. Um, six. Six. Okay. Did you start off that way? No, started off with one.
1: Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, <clears throat> from a branding perspective. Um, First I knew exactly what my goal was to accomplish as a farm. Okay. Um, looking at, you know, the industry in general, I saw well, pretty much every every sprout farm didn't really have a brand yeah. to start off with. Yeah. And they didn't do much marketing. People don't really know what sprouts are, how they're good for you. Yeah. And there's just it's just a huge disconnect. Yeah. Um, so I knew, okay, I need to communicate. We are looking to create a sustainable vision for urban agriculture, sustain uh, for the future of urban agriculture, while mm-hmm. getting people to understand the nutritional aspects of sprouts. So that goes across through our labeling, trying to make it as clean and informative as possible. Gotcha. All the way to you know, just one-on-one communication. I have like at farmers market.
0: Exactly. You know? And then use your your information that you provide on your board and everything that you guys Mm -hmm. use for your branding it works very well because from the perspective of a buyer having those laid out and the way that you guys kind of approach it with the education first then Mm -hmm. kind of whatever's um, left over at the end of your conversation It's just really helpful because I think for someone like myself who knows zero about sprouts, Mm -hmm. it just makes me feel like, okay, I'm buying from someone who's done the research and is going to do the heavy lifting for me. And I don't have to worry about so much of like the odds and ends at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And that was really great for me because, you know, I love the different textures that you kind of come with and, and how you also go with it with the flavors as well. Can you explain the different flavors and just kind of why you chose those particular flavors? Sure. So the main um, drive
1: to choose the exact varieties of sprouts that I offer was first nutrition. Yeah. Um, We, like I mentioned, we started off with one variety that was uh, broccoli sprouts. The reason behind that is those are starting to be the most popular, most well-known for their uh. Uh, phytonutrient content specifically it's called sulforaphane it's an antioxidant oh okay one of the most incredible things on the planet for you (laughs) it basically rebuilds your dna from the ground up that's awesome um and so it helps for everything like literally preventing diseases um helping with hair loss skin everything it's awesome anti-aging is Um, what it, it does
0: nice
1: um So that's why I started off with that one, then looked at, you know, other varieties, understood the minerals, the vitamin content, et cetera. And so we have, uh, like for example, our clover, very mild, refreshing. It's kind of like, you know, more of that spinachy flavor. Yeah. Broccoli is the next, you know, it's nutty, kind of sweet, tastes pretty similar to a regular broccoli, but it's less bitter. Gotcha. Um, then we have our rainbow mixture which i love because it's that, beautiful yeah
0: the way that yeah. one in particular looking at it is just gorgeous to kind of look at it just just have it in a bowl mm-hmm. you could probably just stare at it exactly it's, it has that nice like pink the
1: purple yes. the dark green with the white you know yeah. shoots it's beautiful that one's one of my favorites has <laughs> a very nice full full flavor um and then our spicy mixture, which we um, we do a little bit differently than other spicy mixtures that mm-hmm. farms do. Um, we use a rose radish okay. and uh, a crimson clover for gotcha. our mixture, and that's it. And I think it just looks a lot like very, very nice, a lot nicer, and it tastes very, very nice. It has a nice little tang to it, nice. but it's not super overpowering. Then we have a Rambo radish. This one's like that deep purple. It hits you with a very strong peppery (laughs) spice, like a traditional radish, but it's like straight in your face, really spicy. (laughs) And then our rose radish on its own is crazy Mm -hmm. spicy. It's like a wasabi, horseradishy spice. You're chewing it at first and you're like, oh, this isn't bad. Three seconds into it, you're like, whoa, where did this come from? <laughs> so it's like a nice little flavor boost, um, a healthy flavor boost that you can do to like salads and whatnot, too. I love it.
0: I love it. Like when we talked in our first conversation, just kind of going over the different flavor mm-hmm. palettes and just kind of the approach that you guys have, it's just incredible that you guys spent this much time on the different flavor palettes. Was there, was there, <laughs> what was the fun part about trying to pick these different sprouts well it's like you're looking
1: at the seed lists that all from all these different supplies you're like man i want that one i want that one you're like well how in the world am i supposed to choose you know yeah (laughs) um so it was a matter of you know trying a couple seeing what more people Mm. like um not just myself even though i love food i love trying different things and yeah at the end of the day, I'm not the only consumer here. (laughs) You got to
0: pick your, we got to pick your battle. Exactly.
1: So, um, you know, blessed enough to, you know, I love absolutely every single variety, (laughs) which is awesome because everyone else, um, does as well. But, um, it, it was really, it came down to, all right, what are people going to understand and relate to the most? What's not too scary? Um, you know, I'm not, am I going to want to grow like, uh, something like exotic yeah. <laughs> that no one's ever heard of like people are probably not be a little bit
0: more hesitant to try it out for you know? sure was there a, was there a particular flavor or sprout that you wanted to go and try and tackle but just kind of fell by the wayside or it just didn't work out i really wanted to fenugreek oh, um nice. it's
1: delicious it's super cool um, the issue is it's pretty uh, off and on trying to uh, get a good, reliable source for organic mm. uh, fenugreek seed. Okay. And then also from my understanding, it's people hear oh fenugreek, it's a spice that I probably never have tried, or mm. you know eh, I don't know if I want to eat that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's a little bit more foreign to the daily average consumer, gotcha. which is why I just ended up not trying to move forward with it. Gotcha. But hopefully in the future because it's a really cool sprout
0: (laughs) that's good to hear because like there's good to know that there are some that you still like are in the mix of Mm -hmm. like wanting to try and there's still kind of like a couple of palettes that you just want to sink your teeth into or at least figure out if you can make it into something and that's really good i think one of the things for me is like when i watch like cooking shows of any sorts if there's like a vegetable or something that i don't understand or don't like never heard of because like one of the ones that Now, because I'm at home with my my son and I'm Mm -hmm. staying here watching these cooking shows, fennel has come up a lot in in the cooking realm, and I just I've never like never had fennel, never had it in a dinner like that I've made or never tried to have fennel in my daily life. But I'm like looking at these shows, I'm like I'd give it a shot and just like because they help me. Like when you have the education, you Mm -hmm. understand what the vegetable or what the food provides. It intrigues you. It makes mm-hmm. you want. To, okay, well, I haven't tasted it, so like, let's see if it tastes well on my palate. And that's kind of like how I approach all of my food. Exactly. Yeah. It's and it's
1: it's it's incredible too when you really dig deep down into what these vegetables are doing for you. Mm. Like I mentioned that that sulforaphane. Yeah. Like on a, to get a little nerdy here on a scientific level, literally what it does. It you have a um, two basically two phase detoxification system for your body. Okay. The first phase um, takes in all the harmful chemicals that you're consuming. So like car gas, mm. um, like it could be like, you know, some cigarette smoke, tra- bad food, yeah. anything. Yeah. It'll process that and it'll turn it into what's called metabolites. They're like sharp shards of glass essentially to okay. your body. Yeah. And then that's what's gonna cause so much aging and disease and it, it's, it harms all your DNA. It ha- harms your cells yeah. is essentially what yeah. it does. Okay. Your second phase, takes those metabolites, those harmful metabolites, processes them to be water soluble and then removed from your body. Gotcha. But the second phase is very inefficient. It only can turn on so often. Yeah. What this antioxidant does is it turns on that second phase more often. Ah. So it can detox more of those harmful chemicals from your body at a more rapid rate. So that's what essentially anti aging is. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, So it's really cool. Like, there's a study from Johns Hopkins that showed it removed like a. Three ounces or so of broccoli sprouts uh, removed sixty-one uh, percent of benzene, which is one of the most common air pollutants yeah. from 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 someone's body same day that they consumed. Um, oh my
0: goodness, really? A hundred,
1: like out of all of it, sixty-one percent of that air pollution was removed. It's incredible. That is incredible to yeah. hear. There's like that—that
0: <laughs> that comes from like a, a, an infant sprout. Like mm-hmm. that—that's that's what you get—an infant sprout that has impactful nutrients that just, Oh, I love it. And so that's the kind of things that I, I really enjoy The little nerdy things, mm-hmm. because those are the things that when you hear it come from someone who's really passionate about it, those are the types of things where you're, uh, the positivity radiates and that value and you see the value becomes more visual effect. And you yeah. kind of really want to either take the plunge with the owner in buying something or, if you're on the opposite end of the spectrum, it just really negates, like, if you have someone who's not crazy and emphatic about it, it kind of was just like, okay, well, I'll take it or leave it and then yeah. walk away from a sale or something like that. And so like those types of things, I just really find it so intriguing that when people have such a passion about what their business is, it really does radiate to the buyer as well. And so I think from your perspective too, it's like, you're just someone who's wanting to give people the well-education to understand these wonderful sprouts and give them the opportunity to use and eat them for their own benefit. And so that's an incredible story. Can I ask you, <laughs> what would you think a lot of your friends from ASU who are like math in school with you say to you now? Yeah. as a sprout like a <laughs> guy who sells nutrient greens to people
1: yeah it's pretty <laughs> funny especially like you know with some of the people i you know had internships with yeah. uh, you know uh, like some investment firms, for example, because that's sure. the route I was going down. <laughs> yeah, or some of my friends that are like investment bankers now—they're like, it's pretty funny. <laughs> it's like
0: of all of us, you went down the sprout, you went down to your, the entrepreneur route, man. <laughs> it's it's it, it's
1: funny though, because it's like, well, I, I mean, it's they all—they're like, yeah, it's cool, it's 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 crazy, <laughs>
0: but it's like but one of those cool, things. yeah, you know? it's one of those things. It's like you you know, I have a couple of friends who were like in the, the architecture landscape architecture mm-hmm. program. They went completely wide right. I had a buddy of mine that went uh, went to history, like he, oh, went, yeah. he went history and then he went to working for Wells Fargo and I'm like, where did you go? Like <laughs> what led you here, buddy? Cause he was my old roommate and yeah. I'm just like, you went wide right and then you went a small left to the other side. I'm like, where was this terrain? Or like, what were you thinking? And so, yes, definitely those conversations have come up. But it's like, I still love the fact that he he does it. He loves yeah. doing it. It's like, as long as you're happy and passionate about it, then it's good to me. You're my friend. I want you to be happy. Do what you love to do. Here's the other thing that I want to get from you because you have been surrounded by the community of entrepreneurs and just being around the farmer's Mm -hmm. market community as well. What have you learned from the surrounding Phoenix community, especially during this time of COVID and the pandemic?
1: Yeah. uh, One thing for sure is um, I know everyone says it, but attention to detail cannot be stressed enough. Yeah. um, Especially with regards to safety. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like sprouts they are one of the, the FDA classifies sprouts to be a, a risky um, vegetable, um, so they. So, can
0: you explain uh, a little yes. bit why?
1: Yeah. So back in the early '90s uh, or late '90s, early 2000s. Um, there was a lot of different safety issues with sprouts. Okay. Um, basically, there was like a big E. coli outbreak in Europe and Salmonella. So those, so sprouts ended up getting it kind of a bad name. They were actually really big back in the back in the eighties, nineties. A yeah. Ton of people were consuming them. If you if you ask anyone over, I don't know, fifty five. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, I used to eat sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> all I used the to be able to find these things all the time. And then they just disappeared all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the FDA ended up being in charge and regulating the sprout industry wow. to an insane extent. Um, and everyone was like, Hey, if you eat sprouts, you're going to die. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yes. so, so the thing is, it's good. It's, it was a good thing for the industry though, because honestly, yeah, there were some issues back then mm. the, and it promoted innovation for safety. Gotcha. Um, it promoted better practices. Um, Beautiful. so like now for example, um, we'll, we'll test all of our sprouts, um, for e coli and salmonella every single batch that we grow we test for listeria all the time gotcha. you know our seeds are treated like a thousand times above what the fda requires and yeah. it's a, an organic process so there's just so many levels of safety we have we're 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 uh, us specifically we have uh, one of the best safety certifications in the food industry you can possibly get it's a global yeah. food safety initiative nice. And, you know sprout farms are really taking the path of okay you know we need to um standardize, you know, s- standardize safety yeah and it's happened that's the good the good news and that kind of rolls over into like now as well what all these other businesses are teaching me not only from a safety perspective mm-hmm. but also from like a logistics perspective from yes. you know just a day-to-day planning or anything it's like you know you you, you really got to check your stuff to make sure you have everything right. You have mm. maybe even some backup plans. You got to make sure yeah. everything's going smooth because, you know, one, even sometimes small thing that you might've forgotten can end up being, you know, really annoying. Absolutely. In the future.
0: Absolutely. I agree. 100%. And that's one of the things that we, that I find it very fascinating when it comes to the, the logistical side and learning from different the the community at large you can take little bits of like because mm-hmm. so i'll give you a little insight i watch i watched this one guy on youtube and he's a um he's a art uh restorer okay and so for him the greatest benefit to his business and to what he does as for a living is he learned from different not just his field but mm-hmm. like The painters, the people that he kind of works and interacts with on a daily basis to learn their techniques that they've learned throughout years and years of doing it. So that when it comes to him doing it on his paintings or things that he has to maybe work around or come up with a new, not a new, a different approach to fixing or restoring whatever he's doing he can have that in his tool set. Totally. Yeah. You know, I, I
1: was actually, um, last Saturday talking to one of the guys from Mediterra bread.
0: Oh, um, nice.
1: and he, you know, I was learning all this stuff cause you know, they're going to be in whole foods nationally. Yeah. They're in AJs. Nice. They're going to be in sprouts. I think soon, you know, they have all Sweet. these awesome things. It's just like, man, tell me how you did this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it's bread. It's still a food product, but you know, it's, it's totally bread. different. It's bread. It's, not, it's bread. They're not
0: vegetables. You want to say it's like, it's this, it's, yeah, it's just like you want to, you bypass and say it's just bread, but it's yeah. like, it, it's so much more than that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah. Artists, I Because we've had proof bread in here and mm-hmm. I, I've seen their facilities and like what they do behind the scenes. And it's really like, if you, like the people that you're probably talking about like the artisan part of the bread making is just pure oh yeah yeah i just love it (laughs) what did you learn from that individual
1: well i learned persistence for sure yeah um you know talking with a produce buyer for a month for two months for three months Mm -hmm. five months you know uh, you just don't don't be annoying obviously (laughs) Yeah. yeah but you know understanding you know things don't happen overnight yeah it's you have to build up a reputation you have to build up a relationship you have to show what your value is Mm -hmm. to them
0: in a qualitative and quantitative perspective gotcha do you think that that is there to you a timeline for for someone who's probably new at this could you give them like Hey if you follow these steps or if you go about this the right way or like you said an appropriate way mm-hmm. to you know try and get yourselves initiated into the trying to get into sprouts or the mm-hmm. bigger box stores would you say that there's like a timeline of like a year plus or something like that?
1: Yeah. So for grocery stores, it's interesting because they, they all really want you to also have safety certifications. Right. Yeah. And those uh, require a backlog of, you know, procedures, a whole development of all the procedures. Um, And you know, those, that backlog can take, you know, like three, four months. Um, So to get to that point, you know, but you you Obviously, you you want to develop your product, make sure it's good, but still, you can be talking with the produce buyers before you get those safety gotcha. certifications. Yeah. Okay. But you know, with all that being said, it's it's a it's honestly it could be a hit or miss thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it definitely might take uh, some people a lot longer than others. I would be it would be I think a pretty awesome feat to be able to get in a grocery store from starting a business. Into a grocery store in under a year would be the coolest. Like I'd be like, wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I would.
0: I kind of want to know who's done, especially here in Arizona, mm-hmm. who's done it the fastest or who's been able to re- reach that goal in like a shortest amount of time. But overall, it's just it's interesting to me to see the kind of timeline for someone who's like yourself, just mm-hmm. you know, really who started a business and trying to really initiate themselves into the bigger programs and how they would go about that one of the other things that i'm kind of curious too is that your safety procedures seem to be now kind of like initiated Mm -hmm. was there any pivot or any change during the pandemic for you guys in those safety protocols and did you have to um, tell the other box stores or any of your customers about those safety procedures so
1: for answering looking at the first question um In terms of getting actually into like a grocery store, I think one of the most important things is establishing yourself and showing your reputation in a way that's not through like just, you know, friends and family sales. So, you know, going to farmers markets, trying to get, you know, for example, a farm into restaurants, things like that. Really will help, um, gotcha. and just establishing connections and relationships with people in the industry, so you can have someone that'll you know speak for you mm-hmm. and help represent you. That that's all very very helpful yeah. always. Um, and then looking at the safety procedure side um we actually didn't have to change anything
0: (laughs) for our safety because you had you had told us that you had done so much of the safety safety Mm -hmm. prior to i was just kind of curious like that does make sense that you guys done so much of the hefty heavy lifting prior to the pandemic they probably didn't have to change that much yeah i mean so the the specific like
1: safety certification that we have it's called primus gfs okay it's like the one of the most regulated safety procedures <laughs> yeah. you can get so it covers everything yeah so you have to take it really really seriously you know like you know like all you were already wearing all like clothes that we wouldn't never been worn outside you yeah. know you have to do all these different things you're wearing like you know high top boots gloves hair and all the whole the whole shebang yeah um and you know changing gloves regularly. so safety has always been a very very important thing yeah Um, so we didn't yeah we didn't have to do
0: any changes well that's good I mean that's wonderful to hear because you know so many people in their own industries have been affected and had those changes it's kind of nice to know that there was one place that it (laughs) didn't get affected um, because you guys are already on top of it so it just doesn't but anyways I thank you so much for telling me all of these insights and one of the last things that we kind of try and do towards the end here is kind of look towards the future Mm -hmm. any goals that you have Um, down the road that you're looking to do or any events that you're trying to like push for, this is our chance to kind of like really talk about that. Is Mm -hmm. there things that for your business, especially being so contained in what people would think in a kind of facility like yours, is there a means to get bigger? Do you have to get bigger? All those sorts of questions. Well, you know, I always want to get bigger. Of course, yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of entrepreneurs. Yes, yes agreed. Um,
1: but I mean, really, what what my main first goal um, is would be to get into you know as many grocery stores in the Arizona area as I possibly can, okay. and from there just get a baseline of. Uh, of consumer knowledge and awareness of us so that we can communicate as much education of sprouts as we possibly can so people know what these things are why they should start uh, uh, using them as a part of their daily diet Mm -hmm. and from there we can start expanding into different options different product lines and so on
0: nice i love that i love that approach i think later down the road i see you as kind of Also, even kind of one of those um, subscription-based programs where you can be like, if I'm fully on board fanning out Mm -hmm. on you guys, I want to be able to get like a full year's worth of 12 different sprouts, (laughs) different flavors every month, like uh, one of those jellies, (laughs) those those jellies of the month. There you go. Uh, But yeah, I thank you again, Brandon, for coming on, for doing everything like this and to do your business the way that you do it in a sense that... You want to make sure that you're highlighting the science first and then going about making sure the safety and then all of that combined together, you have a great product that people can enjoy and feel healthy eating. So thank you again for doing that. Before we go, I kick it off to everyone to highlight themselves, tell everyone where they can find you on social media, all of your social media handles, everything. So promote yourself. Go right ahead.
1: Yeah, so our social media is um, just at Bearsprouts, B-A-R-E-S-P-R-O-U-T-S. Um, we're going to be in AJ starting next week, so super exciting. You can find us there. Some of the different farmers markets, Uptown Farmers Market, North Scottsdale Farmers Market, and should be also starting for restaurant distribution with a couple couple distributors as well, like Shamrock. So nice. exciting stuff going forward. I'm
0: very excited. Um, can you give us do you want people to come to your big facility where you grow? Are you doing tours like that? Um, that actually, yeah. Safety thing that changed. Good okay. point. Yeah. yeah.
1: We aren't doing tours. Of That's the fine. Facility. That's totally fine.
0: Um, Hopefully in the future. Yeah, that's (laughs) something to look forward to. Because yes, I would, for someone like myself, who's a nerd about Mm -hmm. growing and planting, I would love to come see your facility and see what that looks like. Well, I
1: try and take photos on Instagram to show people what it looks like. So
0: I'm very, yeah, I've seen it. And I'm also very excited to say that, you know, later down the road, we hope to kind of continue this relationship and kind of hopefully do a video set with you or Mm -hmm. even have you come in again and just tell us what's been updated for sure. so i'm very excited thank you again for coming in ladies and gentlemen before we go you can hear every episode of this podcast at finding podcast.com all of our social media handles are finding Arizona podcast twitter instagram facebook you tell us who you want in next we make it happen and with that we say good night to all of you listening kisses hugs and belly rubs we will see you on the next one good night y'all